Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is, I guess it's a Wednesday today. Wow, we the, the week is flying. Well, interesting news today. Um, Netflix took an absolute swan dive, and it is unfortunately doing very poorly. I hope that uh, none of you are hurt there. Um, the uh, That's always why I do recommend having that stop loss in there, you know, always on a market stop loss. It can't protect you in the after hours trading, but you know, uh, it, it does help sometimes. Uh, fortunately, uh, you know, we've pretty much been out of the tax uh, for a while, and uh, boy, it was brutal. I tell you, you know, the uh, it looks as if uh, you know the subscriber revenue is going down for Netflix, and it just doesn't look like a good situation all the way around. Um, and it it, uh, it looks like we're going to be going much lower. <laughs> we may be going much lower on on uh, Netflix. So don't be tempted to buy on the dip, okay? Because, you know, um, Kramer and all these other people may be saying, oh, buy on the dip. It's a great thing to do. I wouldn't do it. I just I just wouldn't do it. I, I think that, you know, uh, it may actually go down further <laughs> because they gave up four years, almost four years of growth. And this is what's going to happen. This is why this is why stop losses are so important because they gave up four years, basically, of growth just really overnight. Well, the title of the show today is uh, How You Can Be a Landlord the Easy Way. Well, um, you know, there's there's some advantages in doing it this way. For once, you don't have to do the management. Now, I actually have both. I, I actually have rental properties, and I do REITs. Uh, but REITs are great because you can you don't have to invest, you know, 100000 or 200000 or $300,000. <coughs> You can just invest a little bit, and you can get some, and you can get some good returns. Right now, the these this area of the market seems to be doing, you know, fairly well. So, you know, that's that's kind of why I thought I would put out some information on the, um, you know, on the on the rates uh, today, and uh, kind of give you an idea of some of the good stuff that you might be able to uh, to put out. Now, here are the lists, basically of the top five REITs currently in the market. One of them is uh, Rexford Industrial, that's R-E-X-R. Uh, the second one is Extra Space, E-X-R. And then there's Host. Host is Host Marriott, basically, that used to be called that. H-S-T, that's where you can own some of Marriott's properties. Also, there's Apple Hospitality Trust, A-P-L-E, and then there is Public Storage, P-S-A which uh, everybody's probably seen uh, the public storage places around with the, with the orange, um, you know, with the orange paint and everything like that. These are three, these are five really good, um, you know, really good REITs that you can kind of put your hands around. And, and so, you know, I might write, you know, if you're not, you know, if you're out of the market and you want to get some return, I kind of recommend taking a look at some of these areas. Um, and what we've done also just to, just for fun is we put together, a list of actionable REITs um, that you might be interested in. These are fairly top-rated ones. There's some unusual ones here. And uh, the way you can get access to this, of course, is to go to uh, the, if you're, if you're uh, looking on TikTok, just go to the, um, go to the uh, link, click on that, and there is a button that you can push. If you're, if, if you're on, um, if you're just, if you're, if you're on Tik, if you're on YouTube or, or LinkedIn or anything like that, just go to www.dallastradingfloor and we have a list of those of those uh, REITs. You just have to punch the button and first and last name and an email address and we'll get it right out to you. But uh, and it's free, of course. So, uh, it, you know, it's it's a quite a good little thing, uh, quite, quite a good little thing. Uh, I want to show you a very interesting REIT that I came across. I was screening for REITs and because I'm looking at REITs, I own currently CubeSmart. I also own... Um, I also own Rexar, R-E-X-R, and I want to show you that one. Uh, well, let's 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 zoom on over to the chart on that one. This is the one I've been acquiring. I've been talking about this for a few days, I think. I, you know, I started I started my position on Monday on this one, and uh, kind of want to show that to everybody out there, just kind of so they can get a look at it. Nice gain here. It's pulled back a little. Well, it's it's basically even. It was up about five percent today. Uh, this is an interesting REIT in that it is primarily in the uh, industrial space. They they own warehouses primarily in Los Angeles, and of course, 
with all the supply chain issues that they're having in Los Angeles. This one is very, very good. Now, I started buying this one back here on the 19th, 419. That was my first buy. Then I made a follow-on buy on the 20th. That was yesterday. And I haven't done anything since. Now, it's a little extended. It's moved above that critical um, that critical pivot point. But, but it seems like it's getting a lot of love out there. It's got a 100% checklist. And this is the top-rated REIT currently uh, in the market. Uh, on the pattern wreck, we're doing pretty good there, too. We're just 7% above that cup with handle pivot. So, you know, it is a little bit extended here, but you could probably sneak back in. Here's what I would do. You know, I wouldn't probably buy this one at the open tomorrow. I think this is probably going to pull back a little bit, uh, but uh, this one may stabilize because uh, there's just a lot of people that are seeking these higher um, these higher numbers. Just want to show you the fundamentals on this one. Looking pretty good. Um, basically, the last quarter, that's the most current quarter, that they just reported on up 41% in terms of the sales, but up 30% in terms of the profit. And that's pretty good for a REIT. Um, you know, REITs typically don't, don't do that well. But uh, this is a great way to own some industrial real estate without having to manage it. So uh, not, a bad, not a bad idea there. I uh, also wanted to show you a kind of another interesting uh, stock here. This is an Argentinian stock. Now, I don't own this one currently but I am looking to possibly get into it. Basically, what this does is this is a very interesting stock in that it owns Argentinian farmland. Now, why would you be even interested in that? Well, unfortunately, with this war in Ukraine, um, there's just been a whole lot of interest in, uh, in, in, in companies that can produce lots and lots of grain, and that's definitely the case with this one. This one uh, is, is listed both on the Buenos Aires Exchange and on the New York. So kind of kind of interesting. This is in the NASDAQ, very interesting stock, not a terrifically expensive stock, uh, $9.68. Uh, it's, it's not a typical buy point on this one, um, but uh, it, is, it is quite interesting uh, in that it's just kind of an interesting, uh, it, it, interesting stock. Let's go to the live chart on it. It's uh, CR... E S Y. That's the symbol for it uh, on you know on on the Nasdaq, and uh, just jump on over there to the um, to the live chart here, looking at the at the daily, and uh, this is kind of interesting. I I don't again I don't own this one, uh, and normally I wouldn't be a buyer here because it's in the profit taking zone. But here's the thing, I am looking at, and it's very interesting to me. We've come up all the way, the, 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 all the way, be, we're just beyond the 940 high here. And then it just kind of, it came, it based properly, and then it exploded off of that. And that was back in the beginning of March. And then it pulled back down uh, basically to the 10-day line. And then it tested the, the uh, it tested the 21 right there. And it looks as if, and I can't tell exactly, but it looks as if we're going to see some more uh, movement up. Look at that relative strength line. It's just kind of just moving up very, very strongly. That's this blue line here. And it's just, it pulled back a little bit um, on Tuesday and then boom, right back up again. So somebody's accumulating this. Who knows who is? But uh, uh, right now, this might be uh, something that you might want to take a look at. Uh, and let's look at the technicals here. Basically, um, you know, we are pretty extended. We're, we're over, over 11% above that 10-day line. But... Uh, we possibly could buy it here. Now, here's the thing. When you're buying these stocks that are under $10, that's very, very, it's highly risky. So don't do a full position here. Maybe a quarter or a half position, just kind of speculative. Where I'd put my stop loss would be right at that 21-day line here. So if I did buy this one, I don't know if I'm going to tomorrow, but I may, I would be putting my stop loss here at about 844. That's kind of where I would be going with this if uh, if I decide to do it. Now, this is uh, the, the symbol of this one, C-R-S, C-R-E-S-Y. <laughs> Sometimes I get confused here. C-R-E-S-Y. And uh, just a little bit more about it. It basically is up 67.14% this year so far. And uh, closed yesterday at 9.46. So uh, it looks as if... Um, you know, it's it's basically, you know, running about 65% better than the rest of the market. So tremendous in terms of the amount that it's going up. Now, 
this is not an area that I normally uh, look at, but remember, right now in, in the in this in the stock market, it is the commodities that are making you know the making the best. Um, you know, they're 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 basically doing they're doing the best. Um, talking about doing the best, let's take a look at this small portfolio. Of course, this is a kind of a portfolio that we use just to kind of show you how we're trading. It's one of the portfolios that we have here at Dallas Trading Floor. My largest position currently, believe it or not, is Dollar Tree. Uh, DLTR is the symbol there. I've held it for about 13 days. We're up about 5.45%. Not too bad. Uh, and we've pushed that stop loss up. Our stop loss is at 167.50, which uh, if it did get if we did get stopped out, we would we would represent about a little over a percent loss. What we're trying to do here is as as the stock moves higher, we move the stop loss up right along with it. So if we do get these pullbacks, like the one that we got on um, uh, on on uh, on Netflix, hopefully we're going to be covered on that. But let's go to the life chart of for Dollar Tree DLTR is the symbol for Dollar Tree. And just kind of checking in with uh, with Dollar Tree. Uh, and let's look at, at it's, 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 it's moved up. It's beyond this resistance. <coughs> Looks like it's moving up after ours. 174.50 is the price here. Today, it moved up about 1.29%, which considering that the NASDAQ was off today, not a bad place to be. So this is kind of what's being favored in the market. There are some retail names that are being favored, but they typically are the discounters. The reason I like Dollar Tree is because it just has a better setup, uh, and it, its prices are lower than some of the national chains. So that's kind of an interesting thing, too. I mean, not necessarily a great place to get into Dollar Tree here, um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll be pushing the stop loss up, and... Um, We'll see how that goes. But uh, let's take a look at the NASDAQ just so that we can kind of check in. Now, the NASDAQ did pull back today, and that is not a good sign because uh, it does look like, you know, we may have had this this run, and hopefully it'll continue, but it doesn't look good with this kind of action that we're seeing on the NASDAQ. Of course, the NASDAQ is where all of the tech stocks pretty much live. Now, of course, the stock that I just showed you with this Argentinian farming company that, that does grain. That's in the NASDAQ, too. So the, it's not only tech, but it's predominantly tech. And today, it came right up to that 40-day line, and it was rejected, and it pulled back. So it definitely, we definitely have a downward trend in the NASDAQ right now. So that, indeed, is not, you know, the greatest thing in the world. Um, so it does look like you're, we are pulling lower. Um, we may, the, the, the conditions may change. Currently, the market is under pressure. It's still an uptrend, but it's an uptrend under pressure. Very, very weak. We may be moving to a um, another downward trend. And if it does, then we want to totally get out of tech. And then we want to start to look to see where in the market there's potential for shorting, because that may be a, um, a way to go too. Uh, let me just go over the stocks that I'm currently holding. Of course, we're talking about Dollar Tree, uh, Nova Disc. Also, that's a, that's a, um, Insulin company holding that one seems to be doing okay. Very defensive, very medical. Uh, down a little bit on Shell today, but up overall. Um, I still really like Shell. Let's look at the uh, let's look at the chart for Shell. Um, you know, this is not my normal kind of stock that I buy because there's nothing really new and exciting about Shell, but uh, they do seem to they seem to be chugging they seem to be chugging right along. So we're still in the buy zone with with Shell. So you could still buy here. I bought right at the pivot and then in the buy zone. It's pulled back a little bit, but it is up after hours. This is a very slow-moving stock. Um, you know, this this is not going to be like a you know like a Tesla or anything like that. But it's going to it's still moving very nicely, and you definitely could get into it at this point. It's in a, it's got a pretty good checklist, uh, and I just kind of want to show you that. Yeah, it's an eighty-nine checklist, basically almost as good as you can get. You know, one more and you'd, you'd be. You'd, you'd be in there. So currently Shell, uh, currently Shell is viable at this level. So if you want to get exposure in the market, um, this one might not be a bad idea. So S-H-E-L uh, is viable. Yeah. And, and basically, what do, I, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is that it's got, it's sort of got a strong 
checklist. It's in the right place, and it's and 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 the stock is and the stock is working. So that's that's one of the that's one of the main things that that you got going on. A little bit of pullback on Lily. I'm kind of disappointed on that. Expecting a little bit better performance there, but you know I'm going to hold it for a while. HPQ seems to be turning the corner. I'm hoping this is also a very kind of boring stock. This is old HP. This is the printer division, and you know the 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 uh, the computer division, and everything like that. So it, actually, they moved their headquarters to Spring, Texas, which is a Houston suburb. So very interesting there. It seems to be moving pretty good for a tech stock. Again, this is really the only tech stock that I hold right now. Uh, also, um, it's pretty much just the the. Uh, for me, it's pretty much the fertilizer stocks and the oils and some other stuff. Uh, I do have a defense stock here, Raytheon. It's up. And then Warrior Met Coal. This is in the top rated area. This is off a little bit today, but I have a feeling that it will it will come back just based on kind of what I'm seeing in the market. Um, I'm out. Uh, I did get stopped out right before the show of Ternium. That was a steel stock, so I'm out of that one. Didn't I had a pretty tight stop loss, so not a lot of uh, not a lot of damage there. ICL is a fertilizer company it's down a little bit, but overall they've been doing good. And uh, of course we uh, go back here. Uh, I've done quite well with, um, and it's not on here. Ah. Um, that's Nutrien, which I'm still in. Nutrien is doing fairly well as well. Um, Rexar Industrial. This is the REIT that I that I bought uh, on Monday and Tuesday. It's up nicely today, about five percent. CubeSmart also, this is sort of, sort of where the market is heading. This is also a REIT. It seems to be doing well. Murphy Oil seems to be uh, seems to be doing well uh, as well. And then another one that I have been in, and I do like this one, is called America Homes for Rent, and that's up as well. So kind of a lot of kind of a lot of different things, but really not very not very oriented towards the tech, just really oriented towards um, you know just oriented away from the tech. More towards the uh, some of the REITs, some of the some of the more defensive names in medical and uh, the oils. I mean, that's really kind of where it is. Uh, if you are interested in taking a look at the REITs, we have this uh, interesting list. It's easy to get. Uh, it's easy to get. All you have to do is go to https colon slash slash bitly slash dtf zero one two four. Now, if you miss this one, it's easy. You just go over to the Dallas trading just go to www.dallastradingfloor you'll see the button for it uh, easy easy to get uh, easy to get also if you're on TikTok just go to my profile click on the link and you'll be taken right over to that page so you can take a look at that um, uh, at the uh, um, uh, at the list there so it's a, it's a good it's a good little it's a good little list and uh, without further ado let's get into some of the slides thank you very much appreciate you waiting <laughs> I have a position at 720. Should I hold or keep? Oh, interesting. Uh, cut losses. Okay, Altrian. Oh, Altrian. Um, is this Philip Morris? Let me see if I think that's right. Is I think it's PM is the symbol. Uh, let me check here quick. No, it's Philip Morris. Um, let me see if I can get. Let me see if I can get a, a, a symbol for you. Altrian uh, A T E R. And all I'm doing is I can't remember offhand what the symbol is, so I am uh, um, I am looking it up right now. Interesting, LTR. Hmm. Okay, so it's uh, A T E R is the symbol for Altrian. So let's see if I can put that up here. A L T R. Okay, Altair Engineering. You know, they're the you know the Altair. You know, um, this I guess is what you're talking about. Altair Engineering uh, Enterprise Class Software. You're really, unfortunately, um, uh, Jesse you, Patel. You're you're really in the wrong area of the market. I mean, I don't mean to. I'm not trying to, to to scold you or anything like that, but really, this is not the area of the market that you want to be in. Computer Enterprise Software Design is a very bad category right now. It's 179 out of 193. So this is not the part of the market that you want to be in. So I would not recommend looking at anything right now in this area just because it is underperforming. So, um, you know, this is not the right area um, of the market right now. 
because the capital flows in and out. Um, uh, but right now, this is not the area of the market you want to be in. You don't want to be in the computer software enterprise uh, area. The reason you don't want to be here is because the money is flowing out. And you can tell that is the case because you can see this downward trend. Now, here's something that you'll learn probably with chart reading. One of the things that I never like to buy any stock that's below that line, that is the 200-day moving average. And right now, it's below the 200-day moving average. This, it, this stock is setting up, believe it or not, to possibly go lower. So I'm not saying this is a short candidate yet, but it has the death cross on it. This is where the 50-day uh, moves below the 200-day. This, this connotes weakness here. So this is a very weak stock. You don't want to be in this part of the market. I would get out of this part of the market. Get Go to where the strength is. You want to go to where the strength is in the market. Now, one of the things that uh, I have shown um, uh, to, to, uh, to a lot of people is where the strength is uh, in the market. So let me see if I can pull up the heat map. And this is a good, this is a good little thing here. Uh, let me see if I can, let me see if I can put this uh, out there. So let's go to the heat map. And let's pull this up. Let's take a second. I kind of want to show you why you shouldn't be looking in the area you're looking. Computer software design is not doing very, very well. It's, uh, it's just, it's just not, it's just not doing very, very well. So we want to be in an area of the market that is uh, definitely doing better. So right now, this is not, this is definitely not the area that you want to look at. So what we're going to do is going to show you where in the market, you know, it's, it's not enough to just say, hey, you shouldn't be in that part of the market. But what I'm trying to do here is show you where in the market you should be, what kind of, what kind of stocks that you should be looking at in what kind of area. Now, these are the top 10 groups currently in the market. Uh, if you notice, the first two are energy. Then there's agricultural. This is, this is where I have um, uh, a company called um, uh, uh, Nutrien. That's, uh, that's, I have a holding there. Notice oil and gas, oil and gas, media periodicals. There's only two stocks in this one. Uh, notice how that's where the that's where the strength is in this market. So we don't we don't want to be you know where you where you've been used to buying has been in the techs uh, you know and, and we all like the techs, but right now the techs are not doing very very well as you can see. I mean you know uh, um, Netflix is is indicative of kind of what is happening in the techs. There's a lot of weakness there. So this is not where we we don't want to be in the market. Um, so this is where we want to be, like energy, coal, and, and where we don't want to be, as you can see, I'm rolling down, you notice how it's turning red. You'll notice that all of these computer things here, computer software, enterprise, desktop, educational media, they're all red. And that means that money is flowing out of this area. So we want to look to stocks that, you know, we might want to do, you know, maybe put a, a toe in the water here. But we mostly want to be in those commodity stocks because those are the ones that are doing the best. So that's what I'm trying to present here. Now, one of the ones that is kind of early, a, a group that is moving up and it's kind of early, and that is the REIT area. And that's why I talked talk a little bit about it, because we're starting to see movement um, away from some of the more uh, traditional stocks into REITs, uh, real estate investment trusts, and that kind of thing, because they do pay dividends. So, But right now, if we're looking for those single stocks, we want to be in those energy areas oil and gas. That's where we want to be. Uh, as long as the price of oil is above about $65 to $70 a barrel, we're going to see a lot of action in that area. So uh, that's kind of my that's kind of my take on it. All right. Uh, let's take a look at TNB for Juan. Thank you, Juan. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see if I can get that for you. Okay. And that is, oops, Takes a second for it to refresh from that other one that we did. TNB is the symbol. And there we go. Uh, no. Oh, that's Alter. No, that's okay. That's Tenable Holdings. And uh, that's cybersecurity platform for the Americas. Okay. This one actually is going up. So it, it sort of has bucking the trend. But here's the thing I really think that this, you know, software security is the one area in tech that is doing well. And of course, the leader is Fortinet. FTNT is the leader in this one. Um, so, but this isn't bad. I mean, it, this isn't bad. I don't. I'm not currently in 
anything in this area. Why? Because, well, quite frankly, because I like to look at stocks that I have a better chance on. So I want to go where the money's going in this one. The question is, what can you do with this stock? It's got a very nice, um, a very nice relative strength at 94. That's that's very strong. Checklist is good. 78 pattern recognition uh, is is good. Now it's basically you know just about six percent above the pivot, so you could buy it here, um, but it's very very it's very very sloppy uh, in terms of its uh, in, in terms of its chart. It is moving up, and there is there is this consolidation here, but it's a third stage consolidation. So. Yes, I mean you definitely could buy this here. It looks as if they've had some good earnings. The earnings have gone up, but what I'm a little bit concerned with here, this is in the fundamentals, is the fact that we do have some negative uh, earnings here. We've got we've got we've got positive sales going, which is very very good, but we've got some negative earnings coming in here. So here's what I would do with this one. I would probably pass on this one, just because uh, I think that you know they're just better merchandise out there right now. So I would just, uh, I would pass on this one. Just, just because, not because the setup is not that bad. It's, it's a good setup, but I just don't think it has the, uh, it's not in the right area of the market. We want to be in, we want to be concerned by getting, being in the right area of the market. That's so, so, so important. All right. Question on Tesla earnings. They beat everything bullish. Well, I normally would be. Um, I normally would be, but I tell you what, I have been, I have been very circumspect with with Tesla. It's broken my heart a few times. <laughs> I'll be honest with you there. Uh, it just hasn't. It hasn't. Perf- it hasn't. You know, gone the right way for my for my thinking. It's up after hours, uh, and it's above a thousand. That seems to be that seems to be the floor. It's up. You know, it's up about four percent. Uh, um, you know, after hours, but you know what? I'm still waiting. I, I still want to see a confirmation. Um, I really, I'm really going to wait this time, you know, not jump in. I'm going to wait until we move up past this, this area here, 1152. I want to see it hold above this area before I'm getting, I'm getting excited because it seems like we're in a trading range, you know, from about a thousand to about 1200. And I'm just, I'm really not sure that, you know, it's not going to pull back again. So I want to see it, I want to see it cross above this 1152 and hold this. Um, it, it, it was a great earnings report. Um, you know, it, it was a great earnings report. And after hours, it's just, it's just on fire. It pulled back all the way to 977 and then it's up. But, you know, these are very binary events. I'm, I'm a little bit uh, concerned. So I didn't have any, any spread trades or anything on it this time. Um, I just want to see it to hold above 11. Uh, I want to see it hold uh, above 11.52. And if it does, then I'm more interested. But right now, I just can't be as interested. All right. Uh, oh, hey, Jim. I bought a Tesla spread today uh, expiring on the 20th. Should I cut the loss or hold it? <laughs> because I have some time. You should cut this loss immediately, Lisa. I'm sorry. To, oh, I'm sorry this uh, you should cut this loss. You cut, cut your loss immediately on this one. I think that um, I think it probably is going to stay above. You know, I, it's just the puts are going to. Yeah, it, I think you should cut it because at least then you'll get back some of your um, your uh, your time premium on this one. So I would cut. I would cut losses here, uh, Lisa. I just I, I think that's the I think that's the way to go. Um, you know, right now. So so my my um, you know my. Uh, my advice for what it's worth is cut your losses. Um, you know, and I would just, I would do that. And then, you know, and then, you know, we can, we, we can find another, um, another uh, thing to do here, uh, but cut your losses. Uh, you still have some time premium. I, I would cut my losses very quickly on this one uh, because, you know, you can, you know, uh, you don't want to lose any more uh, of it. It may move higher. It's just really tough. It's, it's in that trading range. And it's just a tough, tough way to go. Here's a stock that is a um, REIT. This is Crown Castle International. And this is a question from Sam. Uh, please, I had some shares uh, that didn't know today. Was it earning today? Any chances of a recover because of uh, being in a good sector? Absolutely, there is. You know, but, uh, you know, I don't know what's happening with CCI. And I, and I put it out there that it was a REIT. And it definitely is. This is the this is the th- this is one of the areas. This is one of the things about REITs 
that you have to be careful on. Here's the thing, and this is, boy, this is tough. You always have to check. Even sometimes I don't do this. Um, you always have to check those earnings. I don't like to hold through earnings because of this. I don't know exactly what happened with Ground Council. It's a good company, but you'll notice it, 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 um, and, and this is very, very strange. Somebody big sold. I don't know what's going on here. We went up to 197. We had earnings, and now after hours, we're up at 198. So, so go figure. Go figure. I mean, somebody big dumped it, dumped, dumped, dumped them out, and momentarily we were looking bad. So, I, you know, it, they did have something on a loss, but it does look like, at least from what I'm seeing on my charts with after hours, that we closed basically above where we where you know we close we're, we're we're above where we close so it looks as if you know you're 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 okay and you can hold you can continue to hold i think somebody big came in there and they sold and and you know it's really tough when the when there's when um it, you know it's thin the thing about the thing about crown castle crown castle is not a thin issue uh it's got it trades over a million shares um a day so something big happened who knows but at least in the after hours it's at 198 so you're pretty good here I would hold it. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get excited and, and sell it in the after hours. I don't like selling in the after hours because the market gets thin. Um, so I just think you should hold. I, I, I would. I would hold this one, Sam, and see and see what's kind of coming. It's a good. You know, it's in a good sector. So, um, you know, and it does have a good return. So I don't quite know exactly what's going on at this moment with Crown Castle, but it looks as if it's recovered. So I looked at it earlier and it was horrible. It had dropped something like almost ten percent. Uh, not quite, I guess, 5%. And now it seems to have come back. So, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to find out more tomorrow. But I'd hold this one. And thank you for thank you for that. Um, thank you for that very, very much. All right. Uh, this is student. Thank you, student. Uh, TGT missed, uh, missed Costco badly. Yeah, yeah. Well, the retail sector is really tough. I don't want, here's the, you know, here's the thing. With retail, you have to be extremely careful buying through earnings it's just one of those things retail is just like that it 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 sometimes just is, is terrible now you're, you're you're looking at two good stocks kroger kr and target let's look at kroger first you know kr kroger is one of the best um one of the best managed um one of the best managed grocery chains there is uh, it, it really is they have if you look at the kind of if you look at their monthly chart, look, it just, you know, and this is a very tough business all the way back here to 2002. You, we've had some, this has been a successful company and look, it's at its highest high. So that in and of itself is not a bad, that is, that is in and of itself is not a bad thing. Um, do I, do, will I hold it here? I probably, I'm not really a buyer in the regular retail. Now I do have one retail stock. It is Dollar Tree. That's the only one I have. Uh, currently, uh, but the, the 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 pattern rec looks good. It's it's you know, but it is extended 15% above the pivot. So I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't initiate a new position here with Kroger. It, it's a good stock. It's doing well, but it's just not viable right now. So I wouldn't be buying this. If I had profits on this one, I would consider taking them. Now, will this will this find support at the 21 day line? Most likely. It's most likely going to find support here because one, two, three days in a row, we've seen some, some some support there. So it looks like it may bounce and go higher. But you know, I just I don't know. It depends. It just depends on where you bought it. Uh, if you're in it, I would not initiate a new position in Costco uh, today. Uh, I, I just I just wouldn't. Let's look. Uh, I mean, in Kroger. Let's look at Costco because I I did have Costco. I did sell it. Um, I did take profits on on cost, and uh, I guess no, they they seem to be doing bad, good in the after hours. It seems as if Costco is doing pretty good in the after hours. If did they? Let's see if they if they reported today. I'm just looking. Uh, it's on the 26th. They're 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 reporting on the 26th. So Costco, again, um, I wouldn't probably be a buyer here. I bought a full position. At uh, five um, uh, four fifty nine, I wrote it up and then I sold it. Um, so I was in I was in Costco and it was it, it's pretty good. I probably should have stayed in Costco. Basically, I, I sold on the pullback right here. That's where I sold. 
um, you know, went up and then boom, I pushed my, whenever I get these gap ups like this, I'm, pre, I'm pushing my stop loss up basically. That's what I'm doing. Whenever I, whenever I see a stock like this and then, you know, it, it zooms up like this, I'm pushing my stop loss up there. And usually that will be sufficient because when it pulls back, you get, you get something there. All right, let's look at target. Uh, that's sort of the competitor for, um, for Costco. Um, and Target is looking actually very good. Uh, I'm not in Target. Um, now, here's the thing about Target. Um, it's moved above the 200-day line. That's very good. It's got a strong relative strength. Look at this relative strength line. That's strong. Um, and it looks as if the 50-day the, the, the the line is starting to move above the, the 200, uh, starting to move in the right direction. This was a death cross here, so that is that was not good. Here's the thing with Target. I probably would not be in Target. Um, now, the only retail stock I have currently, and I want to show you this one, is uh, Dollar General, um, um, uh, DL, no, Dollar Tree, excuse me, DLTR. I, I, get, I get Dollar General and Dollar Tree confused. Now, look at how this stock, look at how this, this chart is different than the target chart. You notice how instead of with target, let's go back to target, TGT. You notice how with target, the 40-day line drops below that, it drops below that 200-day line. Now let's go to, let's go to um, Dollar Tree in the same industry. That's the retail industry. Notice how with Dollar Tree, the the 40-day line moves above this key it moves above that 200-day line so this is getting stronger whereas dollar tree whereas um uh, target is is recovering but it's not as strong as dollar tree you can see that just based on those lines that is the case so um that's kind of what uh, <laughs> that's kind of kind of the long and the short <laughs> kind of long and the short of it uh but remember if you have losses Cut those losses uh, as quickly as you can because, you know, <laughs> they build up and it's amazing how much you can lose if you don't, if you're not careful with that, uh, with, with that stop loss. I always uh, have 7% as the maximum when I try to, you know, and I, and I don't always get it right on that, but you don't want to lose more than about 7% of your capital, anything that you're doing. Um, is it possible Bitcoin is going to go, is going up? Sir, please. Well, you know, um, let's take a look. Here's what I use. Here's how I kind of look to see what's happening in the Bitcoin uh, world. I use something called the GBTC, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which holds four percent of the world's um, holds four percent of the world's Bitcoin in a trust. So this is a proxy that I use kind of to look at what's happening in the world of Bitcoin. Unfortunately, what I'm seeing with the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, the proxy that I use for Bitcoin, is I'm seeing a lot of weakness, unfortunately, at least for right now. Uh, we're down below the 200-day line, and we're in a downward trend. Now, we did have a little bit of a movement up here um, about mid-March, but it fizzled, and we were pulled back again. So right now, Bitcoin uh, is in a downward trend, um, at least for right now. Now, does that mean that Bitcoin is going to go to zero or anything like that? No. That's not at all. It just means in the short term, uh, I think Bitcoin is probably moving lower. That's just my, that's my take on it. Um, that, 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 that's, my, that's my take on it. Um, should I sell Accidental Petroleum? I've never heard of that. Oh, Occidental Petroleum. Accidental, Occidental. That's pretty good. Uh, let's look at Oxy. And of course, uh, Warren Buffett took a huge stake in this. I don't know if that's good or that's bad. But uh, at least he's, he views it as undervalued. Uh, I think main reason he did this is because uh, back when they had their former CEO and the price went to zero, and that was, believe it or not, that was under the Trump administration. It seems like it's an age ago. Remember, you know, when they, you couldn't give away oil, it was unbelievable. But, you know, just, it just all it takes is the Keystone Pipeline canceling that and a few other things, and we've got, you know, we've got $7 oil in California. It's just so, it's so dishonest. But anyways, um, Occidental Petroleum is still looking very, very good. Uh, I'm, I, I was out, I've been out of it. I, I did, uh, you know, it pulled back. I did do a little profit taking, um, and I haven't been back in, but 
if it can move above about 63 and currently it's at 61, then I think that, you know, we might be able to get back into uh, Occidental. I mean, it is in a strong sector. I mean, you know, any, any way you look at it. Now, the problem is right now it is extended. It's 72% above the pivot. Um, so it's very, very extended right now. So that's part of the problem. But it does have a strong checklist. The question is, can you get back in here? Well, if you're going to do it, you have to do it off of one of these reversal lines. And the best bet probably would be buying it off the 10-day line. And it is only 3% above the 10-day line. So you could start a position here. Believe it or not, you could start a position. One of the things I do like about uh, Occidental Petroleum is it's in the ENP group. This is the number four group right now in the market. And I, and this is this is why it's so good. You, you just you just improve your chances so much by buying in a strong area by, by buying in a strong area of the market. Um, you know, if we look back, you know, you know, back at the at the heat map here, this is the number four group. One, two, three, four. This is the oil and gas international. And as you can see, boy, that's this is this is a good looking group. If we go out here to and you can see it's just getting better. And then we're this is uh, as of Monday, this was the number four group in the market. So Oxtel is in that group. And so this that's why, you know, we can look at buying in this group because that's where the strength is. We always want to go where the strength is, because remember, we're following along. Uh, we're following along some of the very, very strongest um, Songers group. So that's what that's what we want to do with that. All right. Let's go to the next question. Thank you so very much. Uh, da, 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 bull call. Um, oh. Oh, which is kind of spread best? Huh, good question, Tony. Thank you for that. Bull call, calendar, barefoot, uh, barefoot. What kind of spread is the best? Well, it just depends on what the situation is. I typically like um, the, uh, I you know, in a, if the stock is declining, obviously we want to do like um, a, a bear, um, a barefoot spread. I think is very good in that situation. It just depends on what you're trying to accomplish. If the stock is moving up, if the stock is moving down, what part of the market it's in. So. Um, that's a good question, and I probably need to put out some videos on this, uh, but that's that's uh, that's a good question, and it just depends. You always want to be in the bullish trades if if the if you think the market is moving higher for the stock, and in the bearish trades, obviously, if it's moving lower. Now, if you think it's going to move sideways, and that happens a lot, you want to use iron condors, and uh, so it's, there's a, a whole lot of there's a there's a lot of good discussion on that. Uh, that we could do. All right, let's look at uh, Gogol. This is Golden Ocean, G-O-G-L. Uh, and I'm going to pull it back here to Golden Ocean Shipping. And there we go. This is from Troy. Thanks. And I hope everything is up nice up there in Canada. Um, yeah, Golden Ocean is a little bit extended, but I still like this area. This is a top area known as 13 out of 197. So we're definitely in the top 20 areas in the market. So I'm, I like that. Google or Google is probably one of the better Google <laughs> Google is probably one of the better better uh, stocks in the area. Would I buy it here? Probably not. Why? Because it's extended at the over the ten dollar and five cent pivot. That's where you that's would be the proper entry. <coughs> um, but if I had it here, I would not sell it. What I would do is I would push my stop loss up on this one basically to the 21 day line or about 1243 or 1240 depending on you know how you want to do it that's where I would do I'd be setting my stop loss if I own this one right here uh, right here because this this line is going to be if it if it moves and stays as long as it stays above that 21 day line it's probably going to go higher if it violates and it goes down then it's probably going to go down just like it did here going down through the 21 day line and then down to the 50-day line getting support. So um, what I would do is I would put my stop loss right about there. That's where I would be. That's where I would be stopping it out. Uh, and in this case, if you did that at the 21-day line, that would be right at 12.43 for Golden Ocean. So thank you for that. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So um, basically, uh, we run through all of those symbols as many as we can. 
Um, I will be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock if you want to get a list of those great uh, um, REIT stocks that uh, that I've been putting out there. Oh, one, one thing I did, one stock that I did want to kind of point out. This is really interesting. I have not bought this stock yet, but I'm really interested in it. This is an Argentinian stock, of all things, and I want to show this to you. Uh, and and basically what it is is it's uh, um, it's this is this interesting Argentinian stock in the um, with the war in um, with the war in the Ukraine this this company produces an awful lot of wheat it's been going up like crazy it's a REIT and I want to kind of show you that it's a REIT and uh, it is doing very very well the symbol on this one C R E S Y I'm probably going to buy it tomorrow. Haven't made up my mind totally, but I do like I do like it because uh, uh, it is a commodity play. And right now, at least at least right now, we're in a situation where uh, you know we're, we're going to see extreme. We're going to see a lot of uh, prices go up in terms of wheat, beef, all the kinds of foodstuffs that uh, you, you normally have. Ukraine used to produce a lot of that. They're not going to plant this year, and so. Um, uh, Argentina will probably be a major, major producer of this. It already is. Uh, I think they're going to have a. I think they're going to have a bumper crop this year, and they're going to have a price rise like you like you read about. And this is one of the ways that you can uh, take advantage of that is with this uh, um, with this uh, um, with with this stock that uh, um, that, uh, that that we that we just put out here. The, the, and the name the name of it, of course. Uh, is this, and I can't pronounce it, but the symbol is C-R-E-S-Y, C-R-E-S-Y, and it's up 67% since the beginning of the year. So kind of interesting stock there. Definitely one that you might want to uh, uh, to to, uh, to to focus in on that. Well, uh, I will be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Let's see if I've got everything. Yeah. Uh, oh, one last one. Let's take a look at open and so far. You know, most of these tech stocks just aren't going to be doing that well. I'm not trying to, uh, uh, but let's look at open. Uh, and I, I think that's going to be pretty bad. Let's see. Yeah, open door technology. This, this, this stinks. I mean, no offense. Open door technology. This is a bad stock. This is a short. This is a potential short, by the way. It's only $8, though, so it's not really a great short. But this is uh, this is a short candidate uh, right now, so I, I would be looking uh, possibly on this one. Uh, this is a short candidate, so don't you know you don't you don't want to buy this one long. You don't want to buy this one long, um, you know. Uh, so open, you definitely you definitely want to avoid open. Uh, it it's just it's not looking good as it's not looking good as a stock. Unfortunately, so if you got it, I would sell it. Uh, I really would, and um, you know, hopefully, uh, live to live to uh, live live another day. SoFi is also uh, it's a little better, but this area of the market is just being hammered. Yeah, this also has this is also potentially a short candidate as well. Uh, SoFi Technology is six dollars ninety nine cents. So this is getting worse, and it's probably going to go worse than that. We have the death cross on it right there. Yeah, let's get the death crosses on it right there, and uh, let's let's kind of look from the monthly chart. Yeah, look at that. It's just straight down. Oop. So this is a short candidate. Um, you know, this is this is basically a short candidate as well. Uh, SoFi Technologies, um, and believe me, uh, companies can go out of business. I mean, people think that no, they never go out of business. Believe me, they can. So uh, one last one, AFT. Uh, A F A T E R A F A T. I'm sorry, E R. Excuse me. There. Get this right. Uh, Altrian. Let's look at the daily on Altrian. Yeah. Another very very poor chart um, here. Just just a bad chart all the way around. That's a bad chart. I would not buy that. Stay away. Stay away. And this is, you see, this is a four dollar stock. But you know, there's plenty of four dollar stocks that we can buy in the in the in the other areas that are so much better, so much, so much, so much better than this. I mean, um, you know, just if you just compare it, 
to 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 some of the other ones. I mean, there's just uh, you know, again, this this one I just want to show you C R E S Y. Uh, let's look at that one. And you know, instead of buying the text, you need to be you're you're in the wrong uh, you're 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 in the wrong part of the market. I mean, uh, I mean that's just that's just the long and short of it. This is this is a very cheap stock. Uh, Nine dollars and sixty six cents here, and um, not that not that you should be buying cheap stocks, but uh, this one is doing far far better than so far any of the techs. That, and and again, this is in this is in the um, property REITs, but it's in the agricultural area, which makes it very good. So I would be I'd be very very careful about um, you know about that. And uh, I will try to do if you tune in tomorrow, I'll probably give you some project. Try to give you some some insight on Tesla. I'm really staying out of Tesla until it moves above about 1150. Uh, that seems to be, there seems to be a trading range from about a thousand up to about 1150. If you can get above that and hold it, then I think we might be able to, uh, to do it more and bottom chances of a breakout. Um, you know, right now, I just, the, right now the market, the market mojo has moved away from the sector. So very tough to, uh, very tough to predict on that. Um, but uh, I will be back tomorrow and hopefully some predictions on Tesla. Uh, if, if I uh, And uh, if you're not already a member of the Action Trailers, just go to www.dallastradingfloor and uh, you know, first and last name and email address, and we'll get you all set up. I give some special insight that way. Also, we have a Discord room, which is great, too. That's uh, for the first two hours of trading every day on the market. So that's kind of where, where we're getting in, what's hot, and what's moving. So I will be back tomorrow at five o'clock uh, uh, central time. Please like the show by liking the show. It helps us a lot. Gets us out there to a lot of people. We have um, over a hundred thousand people that actually have liked this so far on the various platforms. We really like to have more of, of obviously. So definitely go and like that. And uh, we will see you back here tomorrow at five and uh, happy. Great. 